As the great independent director, Mr. Werner Herzog, once said, I despise formal restaurants. I find all of that formality to be very base and vile. I would much rather eat potato chips on the sidewalk. Hello and welcome to Potato Chips on the Sidewalk. I'm your host, Sugar Whiskey's Jacob, and with me today is... Barbecue Ben. And Ben, what did we see a week ago that I saw a month ago, but we are talking about in this episode? I feel like all the people who interact with Simon Rex in this movie, with that like that energy that you just laid on to me, um, we're talking about Sean Baker's Red Rocket. Now, Jacob... What has been your experience with um, Mr. Baker in the past? Very good. I love... I said what, not how. Well, I love Tangerine. Okay. Flower Project was one of my favourite films of that year. Mm-hmm. And it was a very good year of cinema that mm-hmm. year. I like Starlet. That was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Yeah. I just really like his films. Um, I was one of the few defenders of the ending of the Florida Project. Which oh my I know, god! I know you disagree with. Oh lord, that film is great, and then it decides <laughs> to. It, it gave me a migraine. Honestly, after I left that cinema, like, I was like, it just, it just, I, I don't. It broke my brain <laughs> when I saw it, and it's. He's a great filmmaker. That directorial decision just really, really did not vibe with me at all. It kind of just made me never want to watch the film again. All right. So those are our background thoughts on Sean Baker from our experiences. Mm -hmm. So Red Rocket follows Simon Rex as Mikey Saber, an adult film star who rushes back to his hometown in rural Texas. Mm Mm-hmm. Tries to schmooze off his uh, ex-wife and his mother-in-law's, well, his, technically, legally his wife still, but estranged wife and his mother-in-law's house. Which, you know, he sort of goes well into it until he meets Strawberry, <laughs> a teenager who is... That's basically, she's 17... 17 turning 18 in three weeks and <laughs> this horrible man this horrible 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 piece of shit dickhead resorts to the <laughs> only thing he knows what to do which is to groom her for porn groom her for porn and take everyone who's helping him and suck all the life out of them just for his benefit yeah so ben what do you think of this nasty film i think it's great i think it's a great great film um every time it made me laugh i felt like a shithead yes. where like <laughs> it, it is genuinely funny at times where like this dickhead mikey he's just going around just you know like he's so self-righteous and just so just selfish and just will like just take everything from everyone and then there'll be somebody in the scene that's like fuck this guy 
and he will just act so pompous is funny, but it's just, I felt terrible every time I thought it was funny. And it was just, like, it's just, like, not all of it's funny. Like, there's a few particular scenes I can think of that definitely aren't, but it's, it's just, like, a lot of people have been comparing this to Uncut Gems. Yeah. And where it's like an onslaught of people making decisions that you're like, oh, please just stop. Yeah. But I think it's different from Uncut Gems in a way where in Uncut Gems, how he's making decisions that keeps dragging himself back into trouble, where he just, he, he can get out at any point by doing the right thing, but he just keeps making terrible decisions that he's like, he's gambling with his life at all times and that. Yes. In this, it's more like he's, the decisions he's making are, you can get out of everyone's life at any point, not your own, where it's like, it's just leave these people alone. Leave literally yeah. everyone alone. Exactly. Please. Like it's like, Uncut Gems is like, help yourself. This one's like, help everyone else by leaving. You know, just get out. And it's just, it's not like everyone he's interacting with is a great person and like, you know. No, well, definitely not. Yeah, yeah, like it's, they're not, um, they're, everyone's kind of shitty in this film, but it's, he's, he takes the cake by just being the worst fucking guy in the world. Well, he's the only person who asks every something of everyone he meets. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. yeah, but my thoughts on the film, I think this is Sean Baker's best film. Mm-hmm. I probably agree, yeah. I think he has made a film which initially came about and only went into production because his other film went through and it was like, fuck it, I'll just make this t- micro-budgeted. Mm. Not even micro-budgeted, it's like a million dollars, but still pretty yeah. low budget for a film with, you know, from a director of Sean Baker's name. Yeah. And it's... I think it's just such an ugly, dirty film willing to actually fucking get in there. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, there there has been debate, and I'm sure once more people see it, there will be extensive discourse about... I'm just picturing an article in 2024. Yeah. How did you all Red Rocket when it came out? Uh, like, but, you know, <laughs> like, because the thing is, Mikey, he gets away with a lot of shit he shouldn't mm. in this film. And I'll, I'll say the spoilers of how it ends, but it's just like... A depiction does not equal endorsement. No. This film, while it gets on Mikey's sort of like r- sugar rush of just fucking yeah. taking from people, and ju- you, you definitely you're with him with this journey, but it's a horrible journey that you know you get. It's super fast paced, but it you don't. You're, you're meant to feel disgusted. Well, that's the thing. Is like I, I feel like the first however long it is up until this point in the film where um, it seems like a guy... It seems like it's about a guy who in the past, you know, he's done porn, like which isn't necessarily completely morally corrupt. It's not, it's not, it's not 
like well, judging. It's not judging anyone in porn or any anything. And then it gets to the point where, like, you think he's here to turn a new leaf. He's fucked up in LA. He's returned home and he's trying to. He's going to try to turn his life around and make amends. And then he meets Strawberry. And as soon as he lays eyes on her, that's when the film just turns and it's just like. He's already a shitty guy, but that's when you're like, oh, he, he's, he, he's not there to turn a new leaf. He's there because he needs someone to crash. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's not there to make amends. He's there just to fucking have a roof over his head. Yeah. But the thing is, it was just like, I think that's what the film does really well because he's a really shitty guy, but you, you do understand why these characters aren't just like, fuck off. No. Cause he is charming. He is charming. Yeah. Look, trust me, his ex-wife and mother-in-law initially would be like, no, fuck off. Yeah. But he he's charming, he, but he also wears people down if it, he yeah. can't charm them. Yeah. They'll just be like, okay, fine, just fuck off. Yeah. And I think the film does a really good job at opening that. Like, you feel like he, you almost sort of buy into his grift to other people yeah. to begin with, but then you just sort of... You're like, oh, come on, give him a chance. <laughs> and then... And then you just kind of um, realise... Just no, he's 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 legitimately irredeemable. Yeah. So I gotta say, the creation of Mikey Saber by Sean Baker. I forgot forgot the co his always his co writer's name, and obviously Simon Rex, who only I think he he accepted and heard of the role three days before filming, which is insane. That is one of the most dastardly cinematic characters, protagonist or. Ant- protagonist or not it's a, it's in, like it's a phenomenal creation like it's yeah, unbelievable it, it yeah. is just a complete honestly kind of genius feat of writing and performance yeah. and direction that you just have this character who's just so repugnant but you have to understand why and how he yeah sort of drifts through this world despite that he's just it's it's hard because like where he's from, like, he's like a local, and I mean, like, local in the most tiny sense where he's like, he's a tiny celebrity where people around town are like, oh, fuck, it's Mikey, you're back. Like, people are, like, excited that he's back. And it's like, and then there's there's another group of people that just, like, see straight through him. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's hard to say much about where the film goes after this without spoiling it but just the way that he sees this 17 year old girl as a way to just raise his own status and just use her for a it's just it just makes you feel grimy but but at the same time he also has he's so insecure he insists that all of his um, porn awards for best blowjob was actually it was he was kind of the genius like yeah you know, why because like people ask him like why did you get it's like cause, award because I won it three years in a row with three different girls I, 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 <laughs> and you but you yeah. eventually hear that some of them are he's not he's not even the only at least one of them it was like a group scene where like there was like yeah, five yeah. other people get five like, other dudes yeah. and it was just like he was. So you have this, it's just like this awful creation who tries to tell himself he's actually worth it as well. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. He's not, he's not a moustache twirling villain. He's, 
Oh, he believes his own his own stories. Like he thinks he's yeah. yeah. Even if he doesn't believe them, he convinces himself in the moment. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like when he says he gets a job, he he believes he's going to get a job, and then <laughs> yeah. and then <laughs> he does get a job. But yeah, he. I don't know. I just. I don't, I don't have much more to say about it other than um, when you watch this film and it makes you feel terrible, it's also not trying to judge you for if you laugh at anything. You know, like it's... Well, it, it is a dark comedy. Yeah. In a lot of areas, yeah. Yeah. Like it's... it's it just fits the perfect balance of... It's just terrible, it's funny, but it's also not... It doesn't think that if you laugh at it, you're, like, on his side. No. Yeah. And, yeah, look, uh, honestly, because I really want to talk about it, spoilers for the ending of this film. Mm -hmm. So, if you haven't watched this, I really would recommend, if you are willing to get into a film that makes you uncomfortable and just gives you a feeling of just pure disgust and dirtiness. Mm -hmm. Not because he's a porn star, but because he's a horrible person. He's a dickhead, yeah. Like, um, yeah, I would really recommend watching, but spoilers for the ending ahead. You've been warned. The ending of this film is Mikey convinces Strawberry to get into porn. And with this whole romantic idea of him, all right, we're leaving the next day because he just got away with being complicit in a <laughs> major car collision, which he sent his ma- his supposed friend to jail for and didn't take any of the... Any of the blame. Take any of the blame or get any of the consequences for that and legit- legitimately celebrated <laughs> yeah. doing. So he's like, all right, life is precious. We have to move to LA tomorrow. Yeah. I'll pack my... I'll, I'll get a car. And he said, actually, no, I'll get a taxi to pick you up. Yeah. And we'll head straight there. Yeah. Which is all like, yay, Mikey. But then he just tells his estranged wife who has sort of fallen back for him. You know, well, I think she's... She well, thinks he offered to take care of her. She offered to take care of her and her mum. And her then he sick just, and then he's just like, yeah, okay, I'm done. I'm, yeah, I'm just out. After, yeah. with like yeah. an overnight notice. Yeah, she very rightfully calls like, his drug suppliers, <laughs> who he hasn't even warned to. Yeah, onto their house to jump him and take all his money before he leaves. Take all his money and mm-hmm. yeah. So he escapes, um, runs, runs naked around the town, yeah. um, eventually settles the whole agreement with the drug yeah. suppliers who just tell them, all right, you'll, you'll get some money just to go to the bus. Yeah. Only actually enough money for him, though. Yeah. And then he walks to Strawberry's house. Yes. And then she... This is this is when it turns into is this real or not? Yes, she he's, hold, the, he, he's holding a garbage bag full of clothes. And a garbage bag full of clothes. He looks like shit. He doesn't have the taxi or the yeah. car. He said he was going to yeah. take her in. Strawberry opens the door in a bikini, you know, like yeah. a, in like a pose, and then she like, like backlighting yeah. and yeah, a chopped and screwed version of NSYNC's Bye bye bye. 
and then it cuts back to Mikey's face and he's crying. I think this is honestly, I think especially on a second viewing, I realized how much of a fucking feat of genius the script specifically is. Yeah. Because there is no other way this film could have ended or should have ended than on that fucking note. Yeah. Which is ambiguous because the thing is, Strawberry is sort of fallen for this so far. She's a young, naive girl. And it would almost do a disservice to act like the the men like this, like Mikey, who Sean Baker and his co-writer, I feel so bad for forgetting his name, um, said they've met plenty of guys like this and heard of them in his time in LA. And th- these guys get by in the world, you know, even when they shouldn't. But it doesn't give him the satisfaction of a win, either. Uh, Chris Bagosh. Yeah, yeah. Chris Bagosh. Um, So what we have here is a man who's promised so much, taken away from so much, and he's just kind of left with himself and his own word, which doesn't really mean much, Yeah. in front of this girl. And whether she takes this opportunity or not is... Ambiguous. Logically, you'd think she would just yeah, see she, she would see right through him. But, but that's the thing is, like, she's young. She's so young in this film, and it's just like she's fallen for Mikey's yeah. lies that he lives in a fucking mansion, which he drop. She gets him to drop him off at yeah, despite him not actually living there yeah, because he just wants to create such a facade and um yeah he so it runs a tightrope of. Having this ambiguous ending where he's called a suitcase pimp, which basically means a male porn star who whose whole excess are on the women and finding female porn stars. It's not actually him who's yeah. doing it. He's a grifter. And this is something Mikey really doesn't want to believe in. Is, again, he said he takes the credit, all the credit for yeah. like a blowjob award for crying out loud. Yeah. So you have this man in a trash bag who's created such a big delusional extravagant picture of himself and this girl will either see him for who he is or who he is or who he isn't but it doesn't give him the benefit of showing a win if she goes for him yeah because we don't want to this guy shouldn't yeah win and it makes the point that he knows he's a suitcase pimp regardless of whether she goes in or not yeah but it doesn't do a disservice to reality and the men like this who get through this world yeah by acting like he can't yeah well that's the thing it's like who knows how many other wives he has in any other part of the of America <laughs> then he can move back in with and like find another girl like he, like it's no matter what he's just gonna keep using people and it's just until he literally gets shot or dies oh yeah he, there's no way that Mikey Saber doesn't get murdered by someone. <laughs> there's, there's no way anyway this film is great yep definitely worth a trip to the the cinema house yep great 16 mil cinematography yes it's gonna look particularly good on a blu-ray or 4k release i doubt we'll get a 4k release because <laughs> physical media is in dire straits yes anyway <laughs> I'm so doom and gloom today. Um, Thanks for listening. Goodbye.